Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Listening to the off-air cuss words when people first put their headphones on in the morning is just always entertaining to me. You'd think that we would learn to turn the volume down before we place them on our heads, right? right? Always I the last person who was plugged in. Well, I couldn't hear anything. I go, why can't I hear anything? And then I fixed the setting and I go, oh, yeah, because it was so loud. Oh, been there. Welcome back, everybody. It's Friday. It's Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Yes, right. siesta time. Flying pig weekend. Derby weekend. So Coronation happening. weekend. There's a lot. There is a lot going mm-hmm. on. So welcome in. Glad to have you. Got a lot to get you caught up on as well. In addition to the festivities. Drew Barrymore taking the stand for the taking a stand for the striking writers. Uh, Ed Sheeran, uh, the verdict is in. Is he or is he not quitting music? We'll give you the lowdown. And Matt Healy has a history with Taylor Swift, apparently. So we're going to get to all those stories and a handful of other things. Your first E News of the day is straight up next. <laughs> Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. To both those stories here in a bit, but first let's begin this hour's e-news with the striking writers once again. What is it? Yep. Day forum. Yep. Doesn't count. I wonder if they're anywhere close. Probably not. They yeah. were pretty far apart going in, so... I think this might take a while. Right. But Drew Barrymore has backed out of hosting Sunday's MTV Movie and TV Awards. This is in solidarity with striking Hollywood writers. The show is going to go on. They're just not going to have a host. Andrew has agreed to host the show next year. She said, until a solution is reached, I am choosing to wait. But I'll be watching from home and hope you will join me. I thank MTV, who has truly been some of the best partners I have ever worked with. Drew will still be part of the show because she filmed some sketches before the strike. Hmm. So. Wow. Well, I guess the writer's strike has also killed what would have been great lineups for Saturday Night Live's 48th season. Yeah. Uh, Had the writer's strike not shut it down first. Succession's Kieran Culkin was booked as the host for the May 13th episode with musical guest Labyrinth. Uh, even better, Jennifer Coolidge would have made her hosting oh, debut God. on the series finale with Foo Fighters as the musical oh, guest. Man. Now, wait, if they come, I mean, what if they if they solve it tomorrow, then these could still happen. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure some of these shows can probably pivot. They could do it. I, I, I don't know. If that you're a been... writer, are you sitting at home still coming up with ideas? Oh, yeah. You're journaling <laughs> as fast as possible. That's for sure. <laughs> probably wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah. Jennifer Coolidge, though? Oh, I love God. Her. Yeah. I bet she'd With be great. Foo Fighters, uh, Foo Fighters, first time since the death of drummer Taylor Hawkins in March mm-hmm. of 2022. Oh, wow. Yeah, so for now. Live from New York, it's Saturday night! <laughs> oh. oh, well. Okay. Well, we'll keep you posted on that. Yeah. I uh, got some other stuff to cover as well. Ed Sheeran's trial wrapped up yesterday to a dramatic conclusion. We'll have all the details next. Inventions and I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Intrigued me. I was reading about the walkie-talkie and I read it was a military invention. That surprised me because usually military stuff has strong names, you know, Apache helicopter, Tomahawk missile. Walkie-talkie? How did that slip through the system? It's a general talking to some guy. What do you have there, soldier? Well, it's a new communication device. It's untethered, which will enable the troops to speak effectively when they're in the field. What's it called? Walkie-talkie! Look, I'm walking and I'm talking. Now you walkie and talkie, general. I'm walkie and talkie. Are you walkie and talkie? I like it, soldier. What's this explosive device? The whammy kablammy. And this is the Rudy Tootie aiming shoot. Walkie talkie. It's an old bit, but still funny to me. <laughs> sure is. Uh, some good news here. Depending on your musical taste, I suppose, Ed Sheeran does not have to retire from music. Phew, what a relief. Jury ruled yesterday that thinking out loud is not a ripoff of Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On. I've been really trying, baby. Up for fun. Trying to hold back this feeling for so long. And if you feel like I feel, baby. Totally different. Come on. Oh, come on. Woo! Darling, I will Enough similarities there that uh, he got sued. But uh, the jury sided with him. Can't imagine how much his lawyer fees were. I mean, oh, he can yeah. afford it. But still, yeah, it's he probably like. spent a lot of God. money defending himself. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, even though he won yesterday, wasn't exactly in the mood to celebrate after the verdict. He said, I'm, I'm unbelievably frustrated. The basis of claims like that, that uh, I'm going to read that again. I'm unbelievably. I'm unbelievably frustrated the basis of claims like this 
are allowed to go to court at all. We've spent the last eight years talking about two songs with dramatically different lyrics, melodies, and four chords, which are also different and are used by songwriters every day all over the world. Yeah, I can. I, I, that would be frustrating. Yeah, and that was just the beginning of a very lengthy statement in which Ed rallied against bogus claims of plagiarism, saying that they damage the creative process and mm-hmm. also weaken legitimate claims of copyright sure. theft. He also said that he refuses to be a piggy bank and complained that having to be in New York for the trial caused him to miss his grandmother's funeral in Ireland. Wow. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I imagine artists always have, you know, targets on their back to an extent. You know, other people are listening and wanting a piece of money that they feel they can get their hands on if something sounds just the least bit like a song they wrote. The successful ones, no doubt. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and we got some new music from Ed Sheeran later on. We do, and boy, let me tell you, it's one for the clubs. <laughs> some bangers. <laughs> maybe we could do a little mashups, though. Like, you know, maybe if he would have done a mashup with Marvin Gaye's song, we wouldn't be in this position. Yeah. Maybe he needs to do more of that. Well, I do like Ed Sheeran collaborations because those do tend to be a little bit more upbeat. Like, he could he call Justin Bieber and say, hey. <laughs> yeah. I need a little rhythm on my let's album. Do it. Let's do another one. Can we do another one? But he was also at a pretty dark part in his life when he was doing this album because his friend had passed away and his wife was going through cancer. And so I think that it just reflects is that part of his life. Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah for sure. So, we've all heard that Taylor Swift is supposedly dating Maddie Healy from 1970, from the 1975. Well, they have been linked before, about eight years ago, back in 2015. There was a rumor (laughs) that the two of them were together or dating or something was happening. And he did an interview with NME, and he said it was just a, quote, flirtation with a girl. But then he speculated what it would be like to actually date Taylor. And he didn't make it sound like he thought it would be very much fun at all. He said, (laughs) it's just interesting to me how interested the world is about Taylor Swift. And the reason I mention that is because if I had gone out with Taylor Swift, I would have been effing hell. I am not being Taylor Swift's boyfriend. You know, F that. Oh, boy. That's a little strong. Uh, So... Yeah, he said, that's also a man thing, a demasculating thing, emasculating thing. Oh, oh he demasculating, emasculating thing is what he said. But yeah, hmm. well, I mean, that was back in the day where she was going through boyfriends pretty regularly. And each new boyfriend spawned a new album that was all about how horrible that last boyfriend was. So I'm I'm guessing that's kind of where his head was at during that time and. If he is dating her now, he's trusting that she's pulling from other places in her life for her music than just relationships. stuff. Right. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. There was a time when all of us were like, I don't know if I'd date Taylor Swift. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think there were yeah, very there many, many people, people going, yes, please, me. But her being right. in this steady relationship with Joe kind of made us all feel like, oh, it must not be so bad. Yeah, she might. There's, there's Prior to that, there was a common there. denominator. Yeah. Well, I appreciate the fact that you guys dropped the 1975 on the hot list yesterday. I thoroughly enjoyed that. (laughs) I appreciate that. Uh, Russell Crowe 
revealed on an Australian radio show that he was not invited to King Charles III's coronation on Saturday, and he thinks he knows why. In a series of tweets, Russell said he's met Charles, Prince William, and Prince Harry. He says, in any of my meetings with royalty, I haven't yet been able to utter the Your Highness. It, oh, man. That just, it, just, it does not... Come out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. Why? Why is I it so hard? He's, your he's highness. Be that guy. You think you would be like, hello, your highness. You don't. Yeah. Yes. Your highness. Yes. Queen. Your I highness. mean, yeah, for sure. But and you got to do the little curtsy thing. I, yeah. I, yeah. Maybe it's because we love the crown. That's why we feel yeah. like we got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just respecting other cultures and other customs. You know, yeah. if, you, if you don't want to participate, don't participate. And then he's not participating. He says, it's not my DNA. I called both William and Harry mate when I met them. Doesn't mean, however, that I meant any disrespect or discourtesy. Far from it. I was pleased to meet them. Uh, Russell did say that Charles was a, quote, good bloke and that he was kind and funny. So. Yeah, if you're interested in tuning in to a live stream of the coronation, coverage begins at 5 a.m. Eastern on ABC, CBS, CNN, NBC, Fox News. Yeah, if you want to see it, just turn on the television. So is it Pretty tomorrow much. morning or Sunday morning? It's Saturday morning. Saturday, okay. Morning Saturday morning. Keep in mind that they're, I think, last time I checked, six hours later than we are, unless their daylight saving time kicks in, I think, at some point. I don't. Maybe it's this weekend, for all I know. But uh, according to OK Magazine, Prince Harry will not be seated closely to his family at this weekend's coronation of King Charles. The report says Harry will be a full 10 rows back from the senior royal. Harry won't be sitting with the royal family for his daddy's big coronation. Because they didn't like him exposing all their secrets in the stupid little book he wrote. And his wife, Meghan, isn't even going to come because she's fine. With Kate Middleton, I think Steve Harvey needs to get them all together on an episode of Family Feud. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. There was initial that. reports, though, Jeff, that they were going to put if Megan was coming with him, that they were going to put them back in row forty-two because oh. they didn't want her to be very close to the like that much. Ahead so of by leaving else. her at home, he he got he bumped got, up. He sure did. Wow. That's and great. he's only going to be in town for 24 hours because it's Archie's birthday. So he's genuine, like he's literally flying in for the event, yeah. staying for one day, yeah. and then leaving. Wow. I wonder what that's going to be like. Exhausting. I mean, yeah. Well, but I mean, I mean, with his family, I mean, I wonder what that. Oh. Is he is he just there as an observer, or will he be involved? Closely in any way. I'm sure he's got an itinerary. It's They've already business. briefed him yep, on it. Yep. yep, he knows what to do. I mean, wow. you know, he's going to have to do something. Like he'll be in the photo ops. There's no way that they're not going to have him in that part, right? Right. <sighs> you know. Hey, I don't you know. know. July. It's be, I mean, say what you want. It's going to be really cool to see all this old stuff. Like, they're bringing back all of the big golden carriages. and Oh, I'm looking forward to that it. That stuff will be I'll cool enjoy. to see. The pump and circumstance yeah. will be something. Yeah. Sure. It is their tradition. All right. So, Martha Stewart, 81 years old. Bonafide sex symbol at this point. Really? I mean, have, you seen, have you seen some of the pictures that she posts? There's I mean, trap. she is... She is a stunning 81-year-old woman, and she does, like, these sexy little poses. And 
I wouldn't hey, have guessed really? she was 81. I would have thought I 73. No. We're just going to have to pull some of these I was getting, yeah. I'm doing it right now. Oh, I just don't you remember? In. Wasn't there one in a pool like Sexy last Martha year? Stewart picks. Yes. yes. I mean, no disrespect. I, I'm, I'm not uh, being ageist here by being skeptical. I just, Martha Stewart has never really been my type at any age. Oh, there she is. Oh, my goodness. Wow. She's really turned it up. Yeah. yeah. So that picture with her was like kind of doing the little pouty face. I was just uh-huh. going to say, she's doing the pouty lip. She's she does. wearing full makeup. That's the she one does. that everybody called her hottest thirst trap. Yep. <laughs> that, and that's exactly what they're calling them. Martha Stewart's thirst traps. And she thinks it's fantastic that we are digging them. She said, it's a good example for others, actually. I'm a teacher. I'm trying to teach others that you can look great. There's no reason to slump around. She doesn't really diet, but she does watch, watch what she eats she also does Pilates three times a week. She gets massages. She goes to the chiropractor. She said, these are all things I just do to keep feeling good. Well, good, good for, for her. her. And yeah. she hangs out with Snoop. That keeps her young. <laughs> all that stuff shows. <laughs> it does. It does. Hmm. So have you heard about Stars on Mars, this reality show where celebrities would have to live together on a space station with conditions simulating life on Mars? Do you remember hearing about that? A little bit. Nope. The competition show. They're going to complete missions and vote to send each other back to Earth until a winner is crowned. So who's going to be on it? (laughs) (laughs) It's not really pulling any of my strings right now. Okay, so we got Lance Armstrong, comedian Natasha Legero. Legero. I don't know if I know her. NFL stars Marshawn Lynch and Richard Sherman, Ronda Rousey. Wow. Figure skeeter Adam Rippon. Oh, uh, Rapone, all the people that have been on Dancing with the Stars. So Modern far. Family star, Ariel Winter. Oh, I like her. McLovin from Superbad. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. Uh, Vanderpump Rules star, Tom Schwartz, Real Housewife, Portia Williams, uh, Tallulah Willis, Bruce Willis and Demi Moore's daughter. Yeah. Okay. William Shatner's going to serve as Mission Control. <laughs> the show premieres June 5th on Fox, so it's going to be here soon. Hmm. Yeah. Hey, you said, you know, here we go. If we don't have new shows, everybody's going to be watching. Oh, yeah. Everybody's going to be this watching these reality towards, shows. Right. Yeah, this is going to be your entertainment. It's going to be a hot time for D-list stars. It is. It's going to be big. Quick, quick poll here in the room. Does mm-hmm. everybody here know who Jessica Alba is? Yes. I do. I do know okay. her by name, but if you told me to pick her out of a lineup, I would have you don't no think you idea. Could? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I totally could. No, yeah. I like her. I'm a fan, and Very pretty. she's like a... Big business mogul too, doesn't Huge. she? Have like a whole line. She of has her honest brand products. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's most. It's kicked off as a product line for babies. Mm-hmm. Like it was like all organic, all, na- yep, all natural, natural oh, okay. diapers, food products. Yeah. Um, this is fantastic. Been L- in a bunch of shows and stuff like that. TV mm-hmm. shows and movies. Anyway, the reason I bring her up is because Aaron Rodgers, who is thirty nine, was teasing twenty two year old Jets cornerback Sauce Gardner at an NBA playoff game. Uh, uh, yeah, at an NBA playoff game because they sat next to Jessica Alba, and Sauce didn't know who she was. So he went to UC too, Jeff. So he's kind of like a local fave. Sauce, yeah, Sauce Gardner did. Uh, here he is at a press conference talking about being ribbed by Aaron Rodgers. When we were getting seated. He was just picking on me a little bit for being young. You know, like, I'm about to sit by Jessica Alba, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, I don't know who that is. And he just looked at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> I got to meet her. You know, it was, it was great vibes. But that whole night, he would just keep asking me out of nowhere. He's like, do you know who that person is? And I'm like, 
Now you're just picking on me at this point. Well, he said he enjoyed meeting her, and he tweeted that, and she tweeted the same to him. So maybe now that they're friends. Yeah, who knows? Get to know each other's bodies of work. Who knows? And I have one quick piece of very exciting information for concert goers. Live Nation is bringing back Concert Week, offering $25 all-in tickets for 3,800 shows by more than 300 artists across North America. This sale starts next Wednesday. It's going to run May 10th through Tuesday the 16th. And you know what? Some of these acts, Janet Jackson, Fall Out Boy, Maroon 5, Shania Twain, Garbage, Ghost, Pink, Rob Zombie, and Alice Cooper. Is this before or after fees, Jen? This is all in. This is all in. Really? It says $25 all in tickets. Are these shows struggling? No, I don't no, know. No, this is called We Need to Do Something Nice because we have bent everyone yeah. over on all of these other concerts. Well, because all of the normal fees are $25. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. how is this possible? Is Janet Jackson like, wait, I didn't I didn't agree to this. Rod Stewart, Boy George, Cult and Culture Club, Keith Urban, Snoop Dogg, Wiz Khalifa, Def Leppard and Motley Crue, LL Cool J, Luke Bryan, Luke Louis Tomlinson, Miranda wow. Lambert, Wu-Tang Clan, and Nas. They're and obstructed more. view seats. Uh, yeah. I was they just may be crap no seats. Idea. I'm just they're behind twenty-five bucks. Are they a limited number there. of seats? Probably. They allocate for this. I don't know. Probably, okay. I would guess. I would guess, and, and these are probably all shows that tickets have been on sale for for a while. Yeah, you know, but still, let's blow them out. That's right. All right, that's your bucks. latest D news. We'll have more for you coming up after seven o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to see AJR with special guests Lawrence and Livingston. That's presented by the Bunbury Music Festival, Friday, June 23rd, outdoors of the Megacorp Pavilion. Tickets are on sale now, but you can get them for free when we play Faker for Real next. Eris. Hi. Hi. Welcome Hi. to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? Good. How are you? Excellent. Good. Good. I got your three headlines here. You picked the real one, and and I I've already forgotten. Is it H A R again? It is. It yes, is. With Lawrence and Livingston. How Look could you forget? Lawrence and Livingston too. So many wonderful. Everybody's going to be there. It's such a party. All right. So here we go. <laughs> Which one is real? Is it A? Man from Canada tries to smuggle thirty-seven baby crocodiles into Alaska. As a B, woman tries to sneak a hundred joints onto a plane in her updo. Or see, an American couple was caught smuggling 375 pounds of fruit roll-ups into Israel. Um, I'm going to go with C. C, it is C. You're right. It is it the is fruit roll-ups. It is really C. Well it is the fruit roll-ups. There's no way. How did they get oh them my over God. there? I don't know. I can't wait to hear the story, Jen. <laughs> I call like every day. I'm only 12 years old. Oh, well, you did very well for yourself this morning. Well done. And you're going to get you. concert tickets. So and 100 fruit roll-ups. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. My mom is so excited. Aww. So cool. Tell mom we said hi. Well, that's good because we need to talk to her. Actually, you're right. Let us talk to mom. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Hi, mom. I, I got to put you on hold, so don't hang up. Fritz will take down the info and get you set up. Great. Thanks so much, guys. You're welcome. Okay, so here's the story. A couple from the U.S. flew to Israel last week and were caught trying to smuggle in 375 pounds of, I kid you not, fruit roll-ups. That's a lot of fruit roll-ups. I know. What do you think they I mean, weigh? how many like suitcases full? You figure, you know, you can easily pack a big suitcase, 60 pounds, so it would be six of those. 
Yeah, well, TikTok is obsessed with a hack where you wrap them around a scoop of ice cream so they're harder to find than usual, mm. especially overseas. Okay. And pretty much all stores in Israel are sold out. Uh, but if so you do <laughs> find them, they're going for like $5 each oh, or, wow. or more, not per box. That's like per roll-up. Per roll-up. Yeah, so a box of 10 there usually... Well, here it usually costs less than $3. Oh, yeah. So, well, they were quite the entrepreneurs. Yeah. So, But customs, well, they would have been if customs agents in Israel hadn't seized the snacks. Why, what's, what would be, what, what, what's illegal about taking fruit roll-ups into a country? Agriculture, if there's fruit in it, then I don't think it's allowed. Correct. Is there real fruit in it? It's probably <laughs> just enough that it makes it illegal, juice. I guess. Oh, wow. Yeah. Or nuts. That's the other thing, right, Jeff? Fruits uh, and nuts? Right. Uh, someone posted a video of multiple suitcases filled with nothing but fruit roll-ups. The guy told them he didn't even. Uh, the guy told them he didn't even pack clothes just so he'd have more room. Oh wow! Uh, and this wasn't just a one-off, though. Another American couple was caught with over seventy pounds of fruit roll-ups the other day. I love the entrepreneurial spirit, though. Yeah, the uh, the Israel the Israeli version of their TSA says that they've seized more than 660 pounds of fruit roll-ups total recently. Wow. Isn't that funny? That is. Do they not sell them there or have they're some sort of... They're just out. sold out. They're sold having out. some kind of supply chain issue, I guess, or something. I don't know what. They're in high demand. I need my fruit leather. <laughs> yeah. Just the things that we take for granted. We could pick up a box of fruit roll-ups, mm-hmm. a box of 10 or whatever it is for yep, uh, like less than $3, and they're... It's $5 per roll-up. Crazy. Wow. We need to come up with some sort of, like, fruit-by-the-foot recipe because that's yeah. another thing we could take in there. You know, it'd be harder to wrap it around ice cream than a fruit roll-up. But Is there anything in short supply in Israel that isn't agriculture that we can just smuggle in that won't get us popped? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, like socks or something. Yeah. I know all the stuff that Jen. I mean, Jen probably has is sitting on a gold mine of stuff of that, something that someone, someone somewhere in the world would pay a lot of money for. Right. It is eighteen after seven with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q one hundred two. Coming up, we got our weekly mom and pop spot. There's a little fun thing that we like to do for a, a local business, a local struggling business. Uh, this is something we started uh, right after the the pandemic kind of shut everything down and. Businesses were slowly starting to reopen as we as uh, we went into re-entry mode, and it was just you know with everything that was shut down for so long, it was hard to pivot and kind of get back on their feet. Things had just really changed, and so it started out as kind of a fun thing we did back then for local businesses who were struggling trying to get back on their feet, and then it just sort of turned into a thing, and now we do it on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we'll do this week's mom and pop coming up next. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Want to introduce you to a guy named Nate. He is the proprietor of Nate's Hog Warsh Barbecue, and he joins us now live on the phone. Hey, Nate, how are you? Hey, Jeff, how are you doing this morning? Doing pretty good. You got this is a nice website you got here. Yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you. Most of the mom and pop spots that we do. Uh, don't really have their website or their online platform really up and running, but it looks like uh, you got that covered. <laughs> yeah, we're we're actually working to revamp that soon because we are kind of ashamed of it. My uh, my <laughs> <What>? little brother, <laughs> my little brother has done a lot for me, and he 
and we did that off the whim back in 2020 during COVID. And, um, yeah, so it, it's ready for an upgrade, I think. Oh. Well, well either upgrades, way, always, looks, upgrades are always good. Looks real good All now. Right. So what is your product, Nate? What do you got? And are we saying it correctly? Hogwash? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you nailed it. Nate's Hogwash Barbecue. Hogwash. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, we, we sell all-natural barbecue sauce and rubs, and we are currently looking to expand into catering and maybe even a food truck. So oh, wow. That's one reason why we wanted to get on your spot, because we want to expand our business, and we think this is the perfect time to do it. Have All you right. got a brick and mortar, or are you out of a truck, or how does how do you operate? Uh, we do farmers markets and sell in jungle gyms and country fresh market. Gotcha. Mm. Is country fresh, the one in Wyoming. Wyoming and in Anderson. There's two of them on one on Beachmont, one on Vine Street. Gotcha. I just thought you went there for wine. Now I know wine and barbecue sauce <laughs> and hardware. <laughs> yeah. All right, so tell us a little bit. I want to hear a little bit about this sauce. What makes your sauce so special? It's the best in Cincinnati. That's what makes it so special. Yeah. Um, No, actually, I started making it back in, uh, I want to say, like 2006. So this is your original recipe. This is my original recipe. I started making it at a retirement community that I worked in, and everybody loved it. And when I left there, I took it with me and, um, I actually revamped it to make it all natural, um, to get it in the bottle. Cool. We have no high fructose corn syrup, no artificial sweeteners, no artificial flavors, nice. no emulsifiers like most sauces out there. Love it. Um, so that's what makes it so special. And, um, I like to say it's kid tested and mother approved. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. I like this. And it's hard because barbecue sauce is something that people are very, very particular about usually. Like, they stick to one brand. So this is exciting that brand you have loyalty. something else we can maybe try. And yeah. let's also oh, point yeah. out, too, it's not just sauce. I mean, you mentioned rubs. I like barbecue sauce, but I love barbecue rubs. He's a big fan of the rubs. That's how I prefer. Yep. He loves the Always rubs. has been. I'm like that, too. I, I uh, Good barbecue meat needs no sauce but i push my sauce hard because everybody loves that sauce so is it is there one flavor of the sauce or do you have you know multiple different versions of it yeah i have three different um three different kinds of sauce right now i'm looking to expand to two more um i have a my just right which is the perfect blend of um, sweet and smoky Carolina Gold Rush, or as I like to say, Carolina Gold Rush. Nice. <laughs> um, it's a mustard-based Carolina sauce. Um, it's yellow as can be, but there's no artificial colors in it to make it that color. And our hot tub, which um, it'll honestly kick you in the throat without you expecting it. So you got some Ooh. sinus issues, you go for the hot tub. <laughs> yeah. Nah. It, it's great. How did you come up with the name Hog Warsh? Uh, so uh, funny story i always knew the phrase that's a bunch of hogwash because my former uh my pastor who is now retired who was also my baseball coach got thrown out of a game for saying hogwash 
Oh, oh that's cool. hogwash. <laughs> yeah, yeah what he yell at the ump? Hogwash. <laughs> that's oh, that's funny. so funny. That is funny. I like that. Now, I'm looking at your website here, and you actually have more rubs than you do sauces. Um, you got Hoggy's Butt Rub, which looks oh, really yeah. interesting. Tell me about that. Well, th- just quickly tell us about all of them, because i got to pick one out here for my next Oh, yeah. Hoggy's Butt Rub is our... Um, it's the main rub that I use. That's more for pork. That's the main. Uh, that's your rub. signature. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. the best one that I have. Use that for um, pork. Yeah, that's for pork. Okay. Um, then Hog- Hoggy's Bird Rub is for poultry. It's great right. on your turkeys for Thanksgiving. Got it's it. great on your chicken breast, smoked chicken breast. Of course, I have a brisket rub, yeah. which um, has coffee in it, and it's fantastic. Oh. And yes. I have two general spices that's um, Hoggy's Spog and Hoggy's SPG. Yeah. Um, salt, pepper, onion, garlic, and salt, pepper, garlic. Nice. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wow. That's good. I like the sound of this. Are you going to be at any uh, farmer's markets this weekend or in the next week or two that we can uh, give you a shout-out for? We are going to be at the West Side Market this weekend. Oh, nice. That's a good one. Yeah, it's from 10 to 3 p.m., over at the Westwood um, Town Hall District. Oh, look, he's got hoodies. He's got T-shirts. Oh, you got look mer- at that. You got merch line. Merch, even. Yeah. Wow. I love a good oh, hoodie. Yeah. Hooded tees. Yeah. Cool. Clover crew, yeah. I like Sounds it. fun. Is there anything that we've missed here, Nate? Anything that you want us to include that we haven't already touched on? Man, um, I'm really looking to expand to catering. Okay. He wants and, he's looking for private events. Yes, looking for private events, looking for private space to be able to cook out of. Um I was just gonna ask if you're ready to go now or this is something you eventually want to branch into. Um, I am looking to branch into it in the next month or two. Okay. Hardcore. Yes. Hardcore. So do you want us to solicit for people to hire you to cater events? Do you want us to, uh, say, you know, say something like now available for catering or reach something out like, for your yes, reach out here for information about catering events. You, you can definitely say that. All right. Okay. Okay. Oh, who's that? Who's that? That's my wife. Yeah. That's, that's mom. What? That's mom. <laughs> who's got to go? The kids got to go. She said the kids are waking up. She got to go. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Catering menu is ready to go on the web. Yeah, catering oh, gotcha, menu is gotcha. up and running. So. Okay, oh. the catering menu is there. All right, so okay. you are ready. You are ready for customers. Got it. All, All right, right, Nate. I can't think of anything else. Can you, Tim? No, just that you can order the sauces and rubs on the website. So if, if someone can't make it to the market or whatever, they can just click and order, and it'll show up on their doorstep. Yes. Absolutely. Awesome. Yes, that's, that's really cool. Nice. Awesome. Well, give me about an hour. I'm going to go in the other studio. I'm going to write a little script here. Uh, we're going to do some singing maybe, add some sound effects. We'll call you back and we'll play it for you. And uh, you remember, just remember it was free. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Okay. Hey, freeze for me. All right. Thank you. All right, buddy. Take it easy. That's awesome. You as well. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Bye-bye now. Talk to you in an hour. Bye-bye. Do a bunch okay. of like snorting. Jenna, can you do a snort, Jen? Yeah. Hard. Oh, you're tired. <laughs> oh, God. Nate's Barbecue Hogwash. I smell a pork Nate's Hogwash Barbecue. Save it for the recording session. Oh, sorry. This is just my creative meeting. <laughs> Some things just come out when we yes. sit down. 
All right. It is 7.30. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. We still got a couple of purses left. We're kind of nearing the end. We could very easily wrap up round one today. Oh, really? Wow. So dust off the cheat sheet. We're going to play again. 7.40 right here. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. (laughs) Weather-wise, you're going to love it. Lots of sunshine today. It'll be warm. See a high of 74. And, uh, well, Saturday doesn't look too bad either. Uh, mostly sunny skies. We'll see a high of 78. Sundays, when you got, what you got to keep an eye on. We could see some thunderstorms in the late part of the morning. That's kind of when it's tracking. Uh, good chance of showers and thunderstorms. In the morning. I'm trying to think of the last time we had a shower or a thunderstorm prior to lunchtime. Wasn't it like last Friday or the Friday before that it just like rained all Thursday into Friday? Yeah, we've had rain. I just. Yeah, nothing hard. You know how it is like the first time of the season, you know, you hear a thunderstorm and you're like, oh, wow, we haven't had one of those in a while. Although we did have a thunderstorm recently. I just don't think it was early in the day. Anyway, uh, I bring it up because it's 47 now and we're going to warm up to 74 before day's end here at Cincinnati's Q102. And now it is time for. The Friday edition of today's news that didn't make the news. Taking a close look at our morning routines. There's a whole lot of people who don't shower very often. <laughs> also, the flight that was delayed for three hours because of bees. Yeah, it is Friday, the 5th of May, Cinco de Mayo, 2023. I'm Jeff. She's Jen. That's Fritch. Tim's across the hall in the other studio working on a mom and pop spot. And this is Cincinnati's Q102. So let's start with whether or not you made your bed this morning. Because if you didn't, you're not alone. I never make my bed because when I leave the house, somebody's sleeping in it. Yeah, I never do. And he definitely ain't making the bed. Yeah, (laughs) that's a never. So not only do we make our bed every day, we actually make our side of the bed while the other one is sleeping on the other side. Oh, so you make the bed your side of the bed before you leave? Yeah, I don't know. It's just a weird thing that we do. Like yeah, I stack weird. up my that pillows and I I pull it up, and so all she's got to do is her side, and you know That's it's not lovely, it's not perfect, huh. but yeah, I don't do that because we share blankets and everything, and so it would just be like a wasted effort, hmm. huh? But Scott doesn't make the bed. I actually make it before we get in it at night. <laughs> Yeah, more people don't than do. 42% said they make their bed every day, but 49% said very rarely or never. I just, so this is another thing that we do for each other, which is, I guess, kind of weird, but I love it, is turn down service. So whoever goes to bed first which turns down the you. other side. It's usually me, but she started it and I loved it because it feels like. I'm in a hotel. <laughs> it just feels like a form of service. Do you yeah. leave chocolates on the pillow and like little love notes? She's never done that, but she's actually spritzed my pillow with lavender. Ooh, oh, that's wow. Nice. Yeah. That is lovely. Oh, no, I do. I like that. So you do like essential oils. Well, I don't know if this qualifies as essential oil because it's one of those fancy brand name things. So maybe it did. Maybe it is. But, uh. Yeah, and it's not too heavy. It's not too strong. It's usually pretty light. It's like a light dusting of essential oil. Yeah. Uh, How often do you shower or bathe? 
every day except weekends. Well, and I think yeah. that like I shower or bathe every day, but I don't always wash my hair. Yeah, hair washing is it's just a lot. It, it doesn't have to be every day. Well, it's not good for your hair to do it it's every not, day. It's not. Yeah. Mm-mm. But sometimes like at night, if I put my daughter into the shower, like I'll hop in there with her and shower off. And then the next morning I don't take a shower because I felt like I just had one last night. Yeah. Only 59% say they shower or bathe every day. Uh, 28% said they do it a few times a week. 1% said, I do it only when I start to smell. Then then I'll bathe. Most people, I don't know, can you even smell yourself? I don't think Like a lot of times, you know, people don't realize. Do you think that we were talking about this because we had a birthday party for my daughter last night. And there were a group of, like, middle school, 7th and 8th grade, I guess, oh, teachers Oh, were they there. sweating? Yeah. No, the teachers. And I was asking them, I was like, oh, my gosh, what is the middle school, like, smell like? She's like, it gets pretty bad sometimes. I always have to remind them, like, you know, wash this or whatever. But I'm like, do they not know? Like, do kids not know when they smell? Or what, at what age do you become aware of that? Yeah, I, they're taught that it's a bad smell. You know, I think most smells are just smells until we tell them that, you that stink. stinks. Yeah. That's a bad smell. I don't know. I, I learned pretty early on that I don't like the smell of boiled cabbage. Yeah, that house. wasn't for you. No, we because we went to a neighbor who just happened to be cooking corned beef and cabbage on this particular day, yeah. I guess. And I, I had to turn around and leave. My mother was so mad at me. She was, that's so rude. You don't. Well, it's because it smells like farts. You're like, ooh, uh, I don't like that. Yeah, I, I couldn't even explain what it smelled like it yeah. was just repulsive to me it's like when you smell somebody's making deviled eggs you're like whoa well i thought it was someone in the house i'm like who wow. smells no <laughs> and she's funny. like it's it's what she's cooking and i'm like and we're eating that <laughs> i'm out of here mom yeah hmm. how often do you eat breakfast 43 percent said they eat breakfast or at least have a snack every morning we do yeah. well tim doesn't normally but where sometimes are your nut thins you not have any nothings today? Oh, the box is empty. Oh. Yeah. She ate them all already. Hey, there were only a few left in the box, and I've already eaten them. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. Most people brush their teeth twice a day, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, 64%. Yeah. Anyway. Hmm. Whatever your habit, you're not alone is the point. Yes, that's true. It is 741. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Let's do this. <laughs> Daniel needs a second date update today. Hi, Daniel. This is awkward, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't have to be. Well, you know, dating has been an adventure. Oh, my gosh. You know, I got divorced a couple years ago after being married for 22 years. And, uh, you know, I'm just getting out there and trying to meet people. And that's not easy when you haven't been out, unless you were screwing around on your wife the whole time and dating on the side. No. No, okay. No, no, so no, you've been no. out of the game for a while then. Yeah, and it's intimidating. You know, I've been doing match. I've gone out with a few women. But, yeah, I, I don't know. There's just I, I have, there's just something that wasn't, like, connecting with anybody that I'd met so far until I met this last one. The last one being Susan. Susan, yes. I mean, just, I mean, wow. And, you know, and I'm not a super young guy anymore. <laughs> you know, I've got, I've got the dad bod in. I'm super realistic. I'm not going to, you know, be dating any hot 25-year-olds like some of my friends are trying to do. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> right? Yeah. 
I just figure, I figure, look, I'm going to meet an average lady, you know, just like I'm an average guy and hopefully all will be well. So question for the ladies in the room. If you're out dating, is there an expectation or requirement for him to have a cut, chiseled bod? I mean, at least if he's taking decent care of himself and he's not eating trash. I suppose it depends on how you live. You know, I don't think it's fair for a woman who's walking around with an extra 60 pounds on her backside to be expecting her man to be all ripped and cut. But if you're a woman that does CrossFit six days a week and fitness is a big part of your life and a big part of what you were going to do, then you would want someone to share that with you. And I think, you know, when you start to get into your 40s, you start becoming a little bit more aware of your own mortality and <laughs> things start to hurt and ache or not feel good, and you just want to be healthy. So I think, you know, if, if you're of that mind of wanting to live a healthy life, then you're going to want to find someone else who isn't, you know, drinking a six-pack every night after work and ordering pizza. So depends yeah. on who you are. But I also think dad bods are so much, no matter what shape the female is in, it also feels like dad bods are widely acceptable. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, like yeah. a little bit of a beer belly. Yeah. I think people do totally. kind of loosen their standards. I also think that there are certain <laughs> men, though, that enjoy the chiseled cut put together bod. So you're just basically saying that you are looking for someone who is very similar to you. Yeah, that's that's actually pretty well said. You know, I mean, I I'm not in the gym. I mean, I should probably, you know, be there a couple of days a week at least. But yeah, I mean, someone who's a little more relaxed and not entirely focused on that. That's not to say I don't want somebody who's healthy, right? I mean, I'm feeling it in the mornings now. You talk, <laughs> you know, I feel sore. I mean, it's definitely I have to take care of my body. But right. just somebody who I connect with. And I just feel like um, when I met Susan, I-, I couldn't believe it. I mean, she, because she's, she is like around my age and she's absolutely gorgeous. I mean, seriously, I, I almost think she's kind of out of my league because, wow. you know, she's super smart. She's very successful, you know, really easy to talk to, like self-confident. I don't know, just like the way that she carries herself is, is just super attractive. She's right? a catch. She's an absolute catch. I mean, you know, she's traveled around the world. She's like a foodie, and I'm into all of that. But admittedly, I, I sh- you need to learn more. And, you know, through like chatting with her, she just seems like super passionate and talking about places that she would love to show me and places to go out and eat. And she's a cook. And I just, I don't know. I, I got such positive vibes from her and we kissed and I felt the sparks and I felt like she was right there with me. And you know, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to call you. And she's like, great. And I call her and didn't receive a call back. And I sent her like a, kind of a message, just like checking in. And no text, no mm-hmm. nothing. And I'm kind of like, I don't understand. I mean, I know she might be busy. Mm-hmm. Or traveling. Oh, yeah. Maybe she had an unexpected work trip come up. Maybe she's overseas. I mean, it's possible. Well, I mean, I feel like she would have said that. Or told you know, you about she was it. going out of town. It's like, oh, man, I finally met someone I really felt a connection with. And now I'm being ghosted at, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, is this what it's like out there? So I had an experience once where I called a friend. I wasn't dating this person. I just called a friend of mine and they didn't answer the phone. They instead texted me on WhatsApp saying, sorry, I can't take your call right now. I'm in a meeting in Belgium. 
<laughs> like, oh, wow. And I was like, okay. okay. Uh, well, <laughs> no we could, rush. We could talk later. Is it anything important? I'm like, no. no. <laughs> but I don't know. It just felt weird. Like I caught him doing something wrong yeah. in the moment. And it turned out to be nothing. But it was just such a bizarre. I felt like I intruded a little bit. I was just calling to say hey and catch up on some yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's funny. That's why I thought, well, maybe she is out of town and she's in a meeting in Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'll tell you what. We're going to take a break here, Daniel. When we come back, we're going to call Susan and see what she really thought of that date with you and what's been up with her. We'll catch up All right. with Susan. Yes, Thank the second you. date update continues next with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. All right, Daniel was married for 20-plus years, so he's a little out of practice when it comes to dating. Nevertheless, he met Susan on Match and is just really taken with her. She's beautiful. She's smart. She's funny. She's world-traveled. She's into all the same things he is, food, wine, you name it. And he felt real chemistry with her. They kissed on the date. He walked her to the door. She seemed into possibly getting together again. But when he tried to reach out, you know how these things go. As always on second date update, you think it's going great. And then you never hear from them again. And that's exactly what happened here. Daniel tried to reach out. No response from her. I suggested maybe she's traveling out of the country and she doesn't have an international plan. I don't know. (laughs) But... Daniel, unless there's anything you left out that you think would be pertinent. I need to know. I've racked my brain. I, 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 I don't know what else to say. I'm just curious what's, what's going on. All right, let's call Susan. Hi, Susan. It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you this morning? Oh, my God. <laughs> this is not happening. How are you? <laughs> I am really surprised right now. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, it sounds like you're a fan. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank this you. Awesome. This is crazy. The whole is gang awesome. is here. We got Fritch. We got Tim. Good morning. Hey. Hi. Hi. Hey, girl. Hi, guys. So are we oh catching you at a bad time? Are you busy? Are you traveling, maybe? Are you uh, in a meeting? No, I mean, like, I'm unpacking. I just got back from New York. I've been, like, doing this, like, training class. I'm just, I'm exhausted. But this is, like, a sudden jolt of energy. This is so fun. Oh, my God. Look at that. We're bringing energy to the room. <laughs> I love it. What are we doing? What are we doing? Well, first of all, how is New York? It was, you know, it was New York. I mean, it's not what it used to be, but right. um, the work is all-encompassing. You have write-ups at the end of the night of how everything went and where the students are at and all that kind of stuff. So, Oh, wow. What ooh, kind of work do you do? I'm exhausted. I'm a training manager. Very fun. So the reason we're calling, aside from the fact we just wanted to chat, <laughs> Daniel called us and was telling us oh. about your date. Oh, so this is one of those things. <laughs> this is one of those things. Okay. What did you think of Daniel? What did I think of Daniel? Uh... <laughs> Oof. Um... If you were going to hold a training class on how to conduct yourself <laughs> on a date, <laughs> how would Daniel that. have done? Um. Let me just give you like a little background on me. Um, I just started dating and I was married for 24 years and I've only been out on one date. That's it. Oh. Instead. 
Yeah, like my husband and now Daniel. That's it. Okay. So as for Daniel, he's a very nice man. I enjoyed his company. Um, we, we had a great time. There's just one thing that happened on the date that has left me feeling really uncomfortable. And I'm just like kind of sorting through that, especially after a 24-year marriage and just one first date. Yeah. Well, leaving you feeling uncomfortable doesn't sound good. What happened? Well, you know, we're not teenagers. Right. And we're sitting in a restaurant booth. But, you know, like in the booth, you usually like you sit across from each other because you're still you're talking to each other to one another. Yeah. So you can face each other. Uh Right. But Daniel like slid right down next to me in the booth. So you're sitting on the same side, side by side in the booth. Oh. Like you did right. in high school. That's romantic and sweet, cozy and well, awkward. It, yes, because it's like, well, what about my personal space? <laughs> and also. One of you left-handed? Um, I, <laughs> no, no, no. Just, you know, you just want a little bit of distance, especially right in the beginning. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. I'm the exact same way, and I'm married. See, I'm not. Like, <laughs> Let me just give you a little perspective on this. So B- Scott and I went to breakfast, just the two of us. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. We've been together almost 10 years, so this doesn't feel cringy. But we went to breakfast, and it was one of those situations where one side of the table was a booth, and then the other side of the table was two chairs um, that faced every your back to the whole room. Yeah. Right. And I was like, I'm not sitting like that. We're both. He, I said, do you want to sit on the same side? And he was like, no. And I'm like, scoot over. We are. Because I'm not sitting with my back to the whole restaurant when I could have this cushy booth next to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see everything that's going on. Yeah. And like, I mean, it's okay for us to be, I don't know, one foot away from each other. I don't know, though. I mean, I, I want to look at somebody. And that would just be really awkward to be right next to them and just have to. Like my neck and my. I understand back that part of it. Yeah, I, think, I get it. I yeah, just, it just seems really. Why didn't you say move There's over? There's got to be more. Right, right, yeah, right. scoochie. So that was like the beginning, and then you know we had a couple glasses of wine. We're waiting for dessert, and he turns to me and he puts his hands on my shoulders and he kisses me, and I don't mean just like a little pack or a little kiss on the forehead or on the cheek or anything. I mean we were like downright making it out. Hmm. In the restaurant, in the booth. How about it? At the table, in the restaurant, in front of all those people. I mean, when I tell you, we ordered dessert, right? And the server just dropped off the cheesecake while we were making out. Mm. I mean, I'm so embarrassed. Well, you couldn't have been that embarrassed if you were full on making out with them. I mean, you're on the same side of the booth. What else are you supposed to do? Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, he was a good kisser. He really was. And that's why, you know, that's why we were kissing, right? Yeah. And, yeah. But okay. I'm just so embarrassed from that incident. I get it. And it was the only date you've been on since you've been divorced. So, so that felt right. like a lot all at once. Right. Okay. Yes. Susan, you know we have Daniel on the line. I want to bring him into the conversation because I want to get his feedback on what you just said. Daniel? Honestly, I, I couldn't help myself. I, I just... <laughs> I was just so attracted to you, and I just felt like I needed to do it, and that was super bad timing, and I understand it, and I, in retrospect, when I look back, yes, I should have 
not invaded your personal space like that. I'm so sorry. I, I just enjoyed seeing you in person after having such great conversations. And I don't know, I just let myself get a little carried away. And I, you know, I seriously, I really do apologize. Well, I'm really flattered. But do you do that on all your dates? No, 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 no. I, I didn't realize that was your first date, you know, because I've been listening. I have been on two dates. I've never done that. Absolutely not. I, I just, I was just overcome. Oh, that's good. That was, I like that's that. Very I was smooth. overcome. Yes. <laughs> Write that one down. <laughs> True story. No exaggeration. That was a good thing to get out of the bag. Yeah. I mean, he did yeah. have so many flattering things to say. When you go back and go to our podcast and listen to everything that he said about you prior to us calling you, if you don't go out with him again in this moment, Jen will. I think, by God, yes, I will. <laughs> no, I think really? that you will go back and you will hear what he said about you and be like, oh, man, yeah. I need to call him. I think so, too, Jen. Well, I did enjoy spending time with you, and I'll be willing to try again. Hey. Good. Give it why? a go. Because why? you've been out of the game for so long. I, I, mean, I think it's. It, yeah. I, I think you owe it to yourself to give this one guy one more shot. Okay, but he has to sit across from me. Okay. That's fair. I think that's fair. <laughs> yeah, that way he can gaze into your eyes. Yes. And no public making out. Oh man! No public making out until, till, I don't know. I said no public making out. Public making out. Okay. Right. Do it in his Camry. Okay. Wait till Maybe you get in the, the car. Make yeah. out in the car. Oh God! We're gonna send her running. Me. Like real high school. You got me. You guys should get like one of those rounded booths at Jeff Ruby's. Oh there you oh, go. Oh yeah, and you can sit way far apart, one on one and one on the other. That's the one exception to the rule where I'm okay with sort of sitting side oh, by side. Gosh. But even then, I'm kind of like on the corner. Yeah. You know. Really? I don't mm-hmm. mind it at all. Yeah, well, you're a cuddler. Come on in for the real thing. All right, you guys, we're going to set it up. Susan, thank you for taking the call and for being a fan. Yep. And Daniel, appreciate you putting yourself out there. Seriously, thank you so much, guys. I'm I'm just ecstatic right now. So are we. And good luck to you both. Thanks, guys. All right. If you need a little help with a second date update, we are your people. Just send us an email, Jeff and Jenna at WKRQ.com. Coming up, your shot at $1,000. We're going to play the 1K letter of the day. Next. Hello, Ashley. Hello. How's life treating you? Uh, awesome. I'm shaking. I'm so nervous. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but don't do that. Well, well, let's just talk a bit to, you know, calm you down. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's get to know you a little better. What you got on deck today? What are you planning on doing? Well, You're working? I'm working, and it is also my 15-year anniversary. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Thank That's you a so long much. time to be married to one person. <laughs> it is. It's it, de Mayo, so, and hopefully I can win and yeah. celebrate our anniversary. Oh, that, that would be, nice. be awesome. Do you have any plans to go out tonight or do anything fun? Definitely. We're going to go out to get some Mexican, and I don't know. We'll see what else. Was that the theme <laughs> at your wedding since you got married on May 5th? <laughs> kind of, yeah. A little bit. I love it. Nice. I do, too. That's yeah. so fun. Big fans yeah. of walking tacos. I know. How's that going to go for <laughs> Penelope when she gets older and starts celebrating her <clears throat> 21st birthday? Oh, it's going to go real well because of her parents. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Oh, God. <laughs> Is it now? What Can kind of influence imagine? are you going to be on that girl? 
Do you know what's funny is she tells me, because, you know, our daughter's birthday, Cinco de Mayo, and she's always like, I don't want to have tacos. I don't want. I'm like, too bad. <laughs> no. I told her this year that I would order her a pizza. So at some point, we're going to have a nice. Mexican pizza. We're going to have a nice little La Rosa's delivery at some point during our taco party tomorrow. Oh. Yeah, That'll that sounds fun. like a good plan. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Now, are you running in the marathon this weekend? Or are you laying low? Are you going out, grilling out? Uh, definitely laying low from all the tacos and nachos we're going to have this weekend. So, yes. <laughs> I like all right. it. Okay. So, I got an envelope here. Uh, I just wrote your name on it. And okay. blanks one through ten that I'm going to fill up with words that you give us. <laughs> that all start with a letter I'm about to reveal. Yeah, and if you can do that, you win the 1000 bucks. The only rule is don't repeat any of your answers, and, of course, the key to winning is to pass quickly. Okay. All right. All right, so today you have the letter C as in Cinco. C as in Cinco. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. That is a pretty good letter. We like C. It is. I'm surprised nobody in here has said C is for cookie yet, and that usually always happens. There it is. (laughs) All right, let's load it up. We got 30 seconds on the clock, and I will not start the timer until Jen has finished asking the first question. All right, here we go with the letter C. Name something you would wear to the coronation. Um, Something gold. Coin. A restaurant. Uh, TTs. Something you clean. A car. A bad habit. Um, pass. A salad ingredient. Uh, crouton. Something you squeeze. Mm. Carrot. Something with sauce. Uh, uh, a crown, a crown, a crown, or crown, or crayon. Oh. You could have said any oh of those. God. I know a bad habit. Crack cigarettes, <laughs> cigars, <laughs> cookies. Yeah, we were screaming oh, at you. Could you feel it? Could you feel it? I'm sorry, yes. Ashley. And what did you say? Chi Chi's for a restaurant? Chi Chi's. Chi Chi's. Is it Chi Chi's? Oh, Chi Chi's. I stand corrected. I thought you said Chi Chi's pizza. Chipotle, oh, Chili's. Yeah. Would have worked. Yeah. Cheddar's. So many. Yeah. 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 A lot of That's possibilities. So funny. Oh well, it was a good try. It was. It was. I'm giving you a couple of dings just for your anniversary. (laughs) Happy anniversary. (laughs) Yeah, you you have a great day. Have fun at dinner tonight. And have a marg on us, okay? Or with us or for us. (laughs) Or whatevs. All right. You have a good one. Bye. All right. Tim must be working really hard. Do you guys have Cinco de Mayo plans? Is anybody doing anything? I mean, obviously we are, but. We have happy we have happy hour at the farm. Fine. So we'll be having our yeah, the Jeff? first Friday. Yeah, we're having that Frontera Grill Rick Bayless Carnitas oh. uh, with pulled pork and the whole Well you thing guys have tonight. margaritas or that's not your style? I don't I don't love margaritas. Oh yeah. No. I don't like the the sweet, soury, sugary you know. I'm yeah. good for like one or two until they start growing hair on my teeth and then I'm like, I'm out. Yeah. I gotta yeah. just but I do like a nice corona, corona light, a yeah. little you know, something like that. Yeah, a little lime. What's the mm. one? Modelo. That's good. Pacifico. Right. Sure. All those zesty beers. Down for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah, weather-wise, it's going to be nice out. Lots of sunshine, warm, high of 74. 
Uh, we're up to 51 now at Cincinnati's Q102. Stephen Lewis standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic as things start to wind down. What do we have now? All right, here we are a little over an hour later. Yeah, this one took a little more time. I had a computer issue. Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, but we got something for uh, Nate. He's you got there. something in the can? Yep. Took yes. him a little while to answer the phone, but I got him. He's on one. Sorry, right, he's busy making is... sauce. Yeah. Stirring that pot. <laughs> yeah, this is our mom and pop spot. And about an hour ago, uh, we got him back on the phone. We got Nate from Nate's Hogwash Barbecue. <laughs> And uh, he yes. joins us now live. How you doing? How's the morning going? Oh, well, it's going good. Going good. 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 Already got a bunch of orders in. Oh, really? Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Well, you know, oh, yeah. pull pull the court curtain back a little bit. The conversation we have with our people is usually more beneficial than the actual <laughs> commercial that we make. That, that is <laughs> That's probably not true. The, That's yeah, funny. You might be right. The orders for that. TNT candles exploded <laughs> after our... Very raunchy commercial. <laughs> they did. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, I like your commercials. They're, they're awesome. I love the quirkiness. Uh, Tim Good. never plays them. He never he never lets us hear them before they air. So we're all hearing it for the very first time. But what we did is he called us into the studio across the hall individually, and uh, mm-hmm. we laid down a few individual voice parts or whatever. Uh, and then he kind of put it all together. And I got to tell you, Nate, I'm on a bowling league on Thursday night. And last night, the team we were playing, uh, Chandler was on the team. And his dad was there watching the baby and bought shots for everybody. Oh, boy. Oh, oh how nice. Oh, so nice. you had, you, okay. are you hung a little bit? No, not really. But I'm, I'm, I'm tired. Yeah. Oh, so. gotcha. Yeah. Also, I want to let you know that I read my lines. And then he goes, just don't say I'm so sexy. It was a little much. It was a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so you this about, is toned down. About ready for us to fire this up? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, here it comes. When you're smearing, brushing, rubbing, or dipping your meat, you want the best sauce. Cover your meat with Nate's Hogwash Barbecue. Nate's Hogwash Barbecue sauces are all natural. No emulsifiers, no high fructose corn syrup, no artificial anything. And that's no hogwash. Try Nate's three signature flavors. Carolina Gold Rush, Spicy Hot Tub, and the perfect mix of sweet and smoky in their Just Right sauce. Cover your meat with Nate's Hogwash Barbecue. Order all three and dry rubs too at nateshogwash.com. That's Rush with an O. It's one of the best things to come out of Norwood since the Camaro. Eat your meat with Nate's Hogwash Barbecue. Find it at Jungle Gyms or Country Fresh Market. Taste test them. This Saturday at the Westside Market between 1 and 6 in Westwood. And coming soon, Nate's Hogwash Catering. Cover your meat with Nate's Hogwash Hogwash Barbecue. Well, Fritch likes it. <laughs> that was fantastic. I, can, I mean, I can't believe that this is not one of your favorites, Tim. That's hilarious. I was a little close to it for a while, but not hearing it back on the radio. Took, it you sounds, overthought yeah. it. I overthought you it. You really overthought yeah. it. The Jen snorting is just <laughs> superior. Who knew, right? I smell a Marconi. Because <laughs> <laughs> the whole time I'm like, oh, I don't hear a lot of Jen in this one. I'm like, oh, but I there, do. <laughs> there she is. <laughs> she was singing, too. She's in the she's yeah. in the jingle portion. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. That's I great. I think that was superb. Yes. Well done. 
Well, what we've done, Nate, is we put it up on our website. If you go to WKRQ.com, I think, what do you go to the Jeff and Jen page first? Jeff and Jen page, and then at the top of the Jeff and Jen page, there's like some tabs, and you click on the one that says Mom and Pop Spot, and all of them are there from when we started doing this thing, and it'll you can hear it, and then click over to your website. The link's right there. And also, if you miss any portion of it, we'll put it up on our podcast as well. Okay. Awesome. Wow. Hope it does something for you, bud. I just got another order. There All you right. go. Look at that. <laughs> guys. Keep them coming. Awesome. And if you um, open up that food truck, we would like to be the first people invited to come and sample the meats. Oh, definitely. Definitely. We will do that for yes, you. Yes, for sure. Know. Yeah, good nice. luck with the catering aspect. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Let us know. Thanks. Awesome. I'll have to get you guys some. Yes, please do. All right, buddy. <laughs> All right. to it. Take have it easy. Have a great Bye. weekend. Bye. Thanks, Nate. Goodbye. See ya. That's good. He got a few hits off that. It's good to know. Good to know that it's working. Yeah. He's getting his money's worth out of this advertising. (laughs) I could hear the disappointment (laughs) in his Zero investment. (laughs) You think so? No, I'm just messing. I I thought that was lovely. I never really know what to expect, Tim. That's worse with an oar. That's Friday, man. It is. Do we have that Ed Sheeran music or no? Oh, yeah. Are we going to play right. some new Ed Sheeran? Yeah. He released a bunch of new music. Hang on. I took notes. I loaded the them all in. The album came out today. They're, um, they're all on the on the Ed Sheeran page? Uh, no, but uh, no. if you just... Why are they be there? Well, <laughs> what do you... What do you why? I got eyes closed. <laughs> I got the sound clips from his interviews. I'm going to drag it in into the log for you, Jeff. I'm just do it. It's this one's called Curtains. I believe that's the one that... Uh, is the most exciting. Curtains is the most exciting. Is that, and by exciting, do you mean it's the most upbeat? It is. Okay. Yeah. Out oh. of the ones that we heard this morning. So it should be in your log now. Well, Ed, talk to us about the song Curtains. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.